Hey, all you out there in TV land. I'm Alyssa, and this is When TV Was Great Podcast, where I recap shows from I Love Lucy to Breaking Bad and everything in between. Come join me and reminisce about When TV Was Great. Hey, everybody. Welcome to When TV Was Great. I'm Alyssa. Hope you guys had a good week. Uh, my podcast is a little delayed because we had quite an exciting day yesterday. Uh, my sister-in-law, who has been waiting for a kidney for probably four years, maybe longer than that, uh, she finally got her kidney yesterday. So we were running around like, cra- like crazy people, you know, trying to figure, you know, we had a whole plan of what, who does what, so... Uh, I'm back now, and she's she's doing great. She's recovering. And uh, this week I'm going to be reviewing I Love Lucy Season 3, Episode... I always do this, don't I? Episode... Oh my gosh, you guys. I literally just had this up. Oh my gosh. Season 3, Episode 5. Lucy Tells the Truth. Original air date, November 9th, 1953. And this is one of my favorites. It's just funny and basic. And I think about this episode a lot. (laughs) It's just, it's a classic one. You know, and this is the famous episode where Lucy has darts thrown at her. What looks like she's having darts thrown at her. But we'll get into it. But, um... Okay, so let's see. Any new things going on? Nope, I haven't. Don't have any new podcasts for you guys. No, t- no new TV shows for you guys. I am watching Yellow Jackets. That show's really good, but it's really disturbing. It's on Showtime. Um, that's about it, guys. I haven't really didn't done much TV watching. Been trying to. My son's turning three. We're having a birthday party for him next weekend. I will not be podcasting next weekend. Uh, in honor of his birthday, we're going to be busy. But um, I will be doing a podcast this weekend. Just don't know what yet. <laughs> so I'll update you guys on that. I'm just kind of doing my favorite episodes of TV shows at this point. I had themes for a while and now I'm like, eh, I'd rather do this one. Okay, so let's get started. And this is all. This is on Paramount+. Plus. So the episode starts with the four of them, Ricky, Fred, Ethel, and Lucy, and they're talking about, well, Ricky, Fred, and Ethel are talking about their, like, funny stories from show business, because remember, Fred and Ethel were vaudeville people, I think. I want to say vaudeville. Ricky, obviously, is a band leader, so Lucy's kind of feeling left out, because she's never been in show business, but then she lies and says she was in show business. <laughs> Here's a clip. Yeah. If you haven't been in show business yourself, it must all seem kind of dull. I've been in show business. Oh, Ethel means real show business, not trying to get in Ricky's act. I've (laughs) been in show business. Honey, Ethel means show business, not playing a petunia in a grammar school recital. (laughs) You think you know all there is to know about me, don't you? Remind me sometime to tell you about my experience in musical comedy. Come on, Ethel, let's get some coffee. Hey, just a minute. You were in musical comedy? It was before I met you, dear. Come on, Ethel. Now, wait, wait a minute. This is very interesting. 
What was the name of the musical comedy? Oh, leave her alone, Ricky. She's just exaggerating, as usual. I am not. Well, what was the name of the musical comedy? Oklahoma. Oklahoma? Oklahoma, and I was the star, too. Yeah, what was your maiden name, Alfred Drake? <laughs> well, maybe I wasn't exactly the star, but would you believe I was a featured player? Chorus girl? <laughs> Ticket taker? <laughs> okay, so on this show, there's a lot of, a lot of dated references. <laughs> so, if, if for those of you who don't know Oklahoma... It says it's the first musical written by the duo of Rodgers and Hammerstein. The musical is based on Lynn Riggs' 1931 play Green Grow the Lilacs. Set in farm country outside the town of Claremore. Somebody I know lives in Claire is from Claremore. Indian Territory in 1906, it tells the story of a farm girl, Lori Williams, and her courtship by two rival suitors, Cowboy Curly McLean, and the sinister and frightening farmhead Judd Fry. A secondary romance concerns cowboy Will Parker and his flirtatious fiance Addo or Ado Annie. The original Broadway production opened in, on March 31st, 1943. So that's like 10 years before this episode. That's exactly 10 years before this episode. So um, now the Alfred Drake uh, reference, I think he was the... He was the star of Oklahoma. He was like the lead. I don't know who he played. So, uh, you know, obviously Lucy's lying. <laughs> and Ricky says, oh, come on, Lucy. You know you are never in Oklahoma. I was too. I spent two weeks in Tulsa once. So uh, Ricky's like, why are you always lying? You know, and Lucy's like, I don't lie. I just color things a little. <laughs> okay. And then the, there's a knock at the door, and Lucy, no, sorry, Ricky receives flowers, and they're from Jim and Dorothy telling him to get well soon. <laughs> Ricky says, I feel fine. And Lucy's like, oh, that's right. I didn't want to play bridge with them tonight, so I told them that you sprained your ankle. <laughs> and, uh, and then Lucy has this lovely, lovely logic. Honey, you knew that we were going to have dinner with the Mercers. Why didn't you just tell them the truth? You can't tell people the truth. They think you're lying. You have to lie to make them think you're telling the truth. <laughs> Somehow that makes sense, right? You know how everybody says, oh, well, it's not that big of a lie. Or, you know, sometimes you have to lie for people's own, for their own good. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. So Ricky's just like, no, I'm tired of this, you know. We're going to, they basically just decide to do a bet. Like, that she can't tell a lie for 24 hours. You guys remember that movie, Liar, Liar? I think that might be where they got the idea <laughs> from this episode. Uh, it's it, There's a lot of lines directly from that movie that are in this show, this episode, which is pretty funny. So Lucy says, you know... That's fine. I can I can do that, and uh, and then Ethel goes right to town on her. I can hardly wait to hear you tomorrow afternoon, Lucy. Why? We're playing bridge at Carolyn's. Oh no no no! I can't spend the afternoon with three women and have to tell the truth. 
I'll call Carol and tell her I'm sick. <laughs> I just love how easy it is for her. It's just like a natural reflex, you know. Oh, I'll just go. I'm just going to make up some lie, you know. And, and you know, the three of them are watching her like, she got to do it. She got to do it. She got to do it. We're, we already won this bet. And then she caught, catches herself real quick. And, uh, you know, that would be a very short episode if she did. <laughs> so I love how she says, I can't, I can't be a, in, the, in a room with three women and have to tell the truth. Like, what are you going to lie about to your friends? I'm thinking here, like, of my friends. I don't lie. What would you lie about? Ugh, I don't know. Anyways, this is where the fun begins. So they go to Carolyn Appleby's house. And uh, right away, Lucy notices that Car- <laughs> that they've redecorated. So she's like, yep, we uh, got rid of everything that was early American and switched to Chinese modern. I don't think it looks that bad, but Lucy and Ethel are just like, you know, kind of making fun of it behind her back. And you just know that this is not going to go anywhere good. Lucy says, it looks like a dream you would have after eating too much Chinese food. (laughs) Of course, Ethel heard that. She's going to bring that back up again. You know she will. (laughs) Ethel makes Lucy tell her exactly what she thinks of her furniture. And, you know, of course, everybody's pissed, or she's pissed at her. And, uh, <laughs> and they're waiting for one other person to come to play bridge, Mary and Strong. <laughs> and, you know, Lucy's just sitting there, like, trying to figure out how to get out of this. She's trying to, like, kind of, because when, when Ethel says, yo, what kind of, you know, what, what do you, th-, when Carolyn asks Lucy, what do you think about the furniture? Oh, I said it looks like a dream. Didn't I, Ethel? And she technically did say it looked like a dream. What kind of dream, Lucy? Ethel is just trying to win that money. I think the money, I think the, I think it was like a $200 bet or something like that. Maybe a hundred. I don't remember exactly. It doesn't really matter, but it's a lot of money back then. So, uh, then Ethel explains, you know, oh, but don't get too mad at her. We have this bet going and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And, uh, and Karen's like, well, I'm, th- you know, I understand, but that's, I'm still upset about it. Well, yeah. So then Marion Strong comes in with this lovely looking hat. It has like feathers, like way up to the top. It's ridiculous. It's hideous looking. And, when Lucy takes one look at her, she's like, oh, no. You can see her just kind of, like, hiding her eyes. <laughs> we know this is not going to be good. So, of course, you know, Carolyn's in on this whole trying to make Lucy lose a bet, too, you know, because she's pissed at her. So Carolyn and Ethel try to get Lucy to tell Marion what she thinks about her hat. <laughs> it gets pretty funny. Uh, Lucy, Marion has on a new hat. Yeah, Marion, take it off. Let's play bridge. <laughs> Lucy, what do you think of Marion's new hat? Oh, that's a hat, all right. <laughs> yeah, but what do you think about it? Well, Marion, if that's the kind of hat you wanted, you sure got a good one. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, Lucy. 
Well, Marion, nothing personal, but I think that's the silliest-looking hat I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, 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 now, come on, Lucy. Tell me what you think of it. I am serious. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be more blunt than that, Lucy. And she's sitting there just, like, so ashamed of herself, you know, like, oh, why are you making me do this? And Marion's like... So, so then they explain to Marion about the bet. And then she's like, oh, that's what she really thinks about my hat. Like she really, you know, she really thought Lucy was kidding. The hat is pretty hideous. It looks like, uh, God, it looks like tiger striped feathers. <laughs> it's, you know, those like those, I don't, what do they call them? Those hats that they had back in the fifties, uh, and forties, not pillbox hat, is it pillbox hat. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of a pillbox hat. Anyways, uh. Lucy's like, <laughs> well, let's play bridge if anybody still wants to play with me, that is. I mean, everybody's pissed at her now. And then the ladies decide, oh, we can use this to our advantage. Let's get these answers to these questions we've always wondered about, that she was always lying, you know. Let's see what she's going to tell us now. This this is pretty funny. Hey. <laughs> Lucy, how old are you? How much do you weigh? What color would your hair be if you didn't dye it? 33, 129, and mousy brown. Anything else you'd like to ask me? What? Go ahead, ask me anything you like. I like it. It feels wonderful to tell the truth. She's trying to use psychology on it. No, I mean it. I feel very relieved. It is wonderful to tell the truth. You should try it sometime. We'd all be much better friends. Somehow I doubt that. Well, you do as you please. I feel great. Come on, let's play bridge. I'm your partner this week, aren't I, yeah. Carolyn? Oh, I guess i And Carolyn, let someone else keep score this week. You cheat. <laughs> yes, cheat. The last three times we played, you added up the score in your favor. I would have said something about it if I hadn't been your partner. <laughs> well, I never. And you stop jabbering and keep your mind on the game. You talk so much, you don't know what cards have been played. <laughs> well. I've been waiting 10 years for you to lay that egg. <laughs> she didn't leave anything out there, did she? Ay, so funny. Can you just imagine, though, like, you're sitting with a group of friends you've known for, like, over 10 years. And you finally tell them how you feel about them. That's just, I can't even imagine. I'm not blunt like this. I couldn't do this. I, but I don't lie about things. I mean, maybe I used to, like, lie to my parents and stuff, but I don't really lie. The thing I always lied to about to my husband was money. And I stopped that. We we stopped that cold turkey. But <laughs> I don't – I never really lie to my friends. Unless it's something, like, that I know it's going to hurt them. You know, you have to lie to not hurt people. You know that expression or whatever. So I just can't imagine what – I mean, she, her friends didn't even know her real age, her hair color, or her weight. My friends know all that. It's just kind of weird. 
that she kept all that, you know. But I mean, there is a, a kind of a running joke on the show. Like Lucy always lies about her age and she never, this is the first time she's ever like said it that I remember. She has said the year, I remember, remember when they went to, uh, they went to Europe and she had to find her passport and they were talking about the year she was born. I don't remember what it was, but you know, you could always do the math, but this is the first time she's ever actually said her age. And then there's a really cute scene with little Ricky and, and, uh, Ricky's trying to teach him how to say bye-bye to Fred. Super cute. And, you know, Ethel walks in and Ricky's like, oh, did we win the bet? Like, they, they know it's like a easy money. She's like, no, she told the truth all day. She told us all what she thought of her. And they said, oh, I would have loved to have been there. And Ethel's like, you know, you guys got to stop laughing about this because we're going to have to cough up this money. And then we get this scene. Well, I don't feel so wonderful finding out you hate to play bridge with me. Well, I wouldn't if you'd stop gabbing once in a while. <laughs> Shut up, Fred. You're no rose. I'll say he's not. Yeah. Why don't you buy Ethel a new dress once in a while? Yeah, you tell him, Lucy. <laughs> if you weren't such a tightwad, she wouldn't have to go around looking so tacky. Tightwad? <laughs> Come on, let's get on it. We don't have to be in some... Wait, no. wait a minute, Fred and Ethel. I, I don't blame you for being a little huffy, but after all, we were the ones who forced Lucy to tell the truth. Mm, well, that's right. And besides, a few truthful criticism will do us all a lot of good. Oh, that's easy for you to say. She hasn't said anything about you yet. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, Lucy. Tell me my faults. Tell me what you really think of me. I think you are the most handsome, the most wonderful, the cleverest, and the most talented man in the whole world. <laughs> <laughs> the truth didn't hurt me. <laughs> Can you think of any other faults of mine? Yes, you're hammy, you're stubborn, and you're a coward. A coward? How do you like it now? <laughs> She's really telling him, eh, tight one? You said it, Tacky. <laughs> <laughs> there are some great facial expressions in this scene. First off with uh, with Lucy kind of looking at like, you know, when she says, oh, she hasn't said anything about you yet. And Lucy's looking like, mm-hmm. And then when, when, you know, she tells Ricky, you're handsome, la, la, la. And Ricky like just has this like <laughs> a cocky look. And he goes, it doesn't, the truth doesn't hurt me. And, and then when she says, whatever she says, you're a coward, you're, you're hammy, you're stubborn and you're a coward. And he says, a cower. <laughs> he doesn't even say the whole word. He says, cower. I just love his Spanish accent. And it just, and the look on Fred's face is so funny. He's just like, oh, damn. It's really funny. So Ricky's like, well, why do you think I'm a coward? Well, because, you know, you think that if I got a chance at show business, I'd be the star of the family. I have more talent on this little finger than I have in, pe most people have in their entire bodies. And then Ricky, for once, like, ever on this, like, show, maybe my, one or two times, he says, well, I'm going to an audition tonight for a, I think it was, like, for a, a, mu a musical act or something. 
and you know why don't you come along and he never says that he never wants her to like go into show business or audition or try you know do anything like that uh now why is that that's a good question right let's dissect this i know this has been talked about before on probably like on you know on, on the lucy pages but like why what's the harm of letting her audition for a tv show or a commercial or I mean, he has the connections, you know, he has the connections. He should let her audition. I don't, I don't know what he's so worried about. There is one episode. Is it Hollywood? One of the Hollywood episodes where she like gets a contract. I mean, it, it falls through, but she does get a contract to, or is it a contract? I haven't seen it in a while, guys. Don't, don't quote me. I think it's a contract. And, uh, you know, Ricky's like, picturing her with picturing you know picturing his life without her and he'd be like a single father to ricky it was weird but um to little ricky but um no she obviously that doesn't happen but i guess maybe he's a little scared about that he's a scared about he is scared about her becoming more talented than him and that was kind of real like real life she had she was much more famous than he was in real life he always wanted that fame that he never got it. I mean, he he was when he was married to her, but uh, honestly, like, and, and I I think I talked to you guys about that movie called Being the Ricardos with Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem, and there's this one scene where it's like early on in their their both careers, but they're out like at some kind of club. This is before Lucy starts, and they're like, oh, Miss. Miss Ball, Miss Ball, you know, and and they're trying to get her autograph, and then they're like, "Who's that guy with her?" And it's it's Desi Arnaz, but nobody knows who he is. So, I think that was a big problem with their marriage that they just she overshadowed him a lot, and kind of the fear is here with Ricky. I think, I, I think that's that's what the situation is. I don't know. Maybe you guys have a different thoughts, but. I always wondered that, like, why didn't he let her? Just let her do it, you know? You only live once. What's the matter with you, Ricky? Yeah, you can't run out to an audition. If she doesn't tell a lie by 8 o'clock, we're out a 100 bucks. I know, I know. I just found a way how to a way to win the bet and, and keep her quiet about show business at the same time. You lost me. Well, look, I know the way that they conduct those auditions. And she won't get to first base unless she can prove to them that she's got some experience. I don't get it. I do. If she lies about her experience to get a job, we win the bet. And if she doesn't lie about her experience, she won't get the audition. Right. I mean, it's a good plan. It's kind of sneaky, but it's a good plan. I mean, you know, they don't want to lose the bet. So, uh, yeah, so I guess this is pretty close to 8 o'clock. Because they started the bet at 8 o'clock the night before. And then Lucy and Ethel went to go play bridge. So, yeah, that's not that long, actually, for her to not lie. So it's possible she could have won without, you know, Ricky trying to sabotage it. (laughs) But anyways, then we go to the audition and the interview before the audition. So Lucy's auditioning and the guy who's interviewing her is asking her... Uh, you know, you don't have any experience. And she says, well, 
uh, I appeared, I just finished a show at the Ric- uh, Ricardo's, and she's trying to like, like not lie, but still lie. <laughs> Because a lot of the stuff she's saying is true, and it, you know they could they could count that as to the truth. Uh, Ricardo's, what sort of establishment is it? Oh, it's a really nice place. You should drop by some night. It's a three ring circus. And okay, how long you were there? Eleven years. Wow, eleven years. And then uh, anything else? Uh, I was in three D. <laughs> Remember, her apartment is uh, apartment three D. Uh, you were in third dimension, and my my thought was 1953. They had 3D. I don't. I thought that was way after that, but I don't know. I'm gonna have to look that up in a little bit. And she's like, "No, sir, I was not in third dimension. I was in 3D." So she's really trying not to lie. And Ricky and Fred and Ethel are just like, "Damn it!" Because it's almost eight o'clock. And then we get this scene. Anybody here speak Italian? No. Huh? Well, I'm afraid that's all for this session then. Uh, uh, wait a minute, I speak Italian. <gasps> well, I do speak Italian. Le, lei parla italiano? <laughs> Benissimo, signorina Setta, mi faccia la cortesia. Lei mi fa aiutare. La, la mia assistente non è venuta ancora. E, e, lei ci assomiglia. È una testona, ma assomiglia tutta lei. Senta, mi faccia la cortesia, prende il suo posto. È una cosa facilissima. Io gli sono riconoscente per tutta la vita e di più la ricompenserò. Mm. Eh? Vuole? Uh-huh. Oh, grazie, caro. Ah, grazie. <laughs> Rimanga qui e non abbia alcun timore, perché io sono una persona molto esperta. So quello che faccio e sia tranquilla che nessuno la toccherà. Lei sarà apposta. Che cosa fa qui, eh, carina? Eh, ah! No, lei deve stare là. No, lei deve stare là. Vada, bravo. No, tesoro, qua ho detto. Qua? Cosa vogliamo parlare? No, non parlare. Parlare, parlare. Non sono parlare. Sì, via. Stia a casa, faccia la gente. No, stia a diritto. Faccia la gente. 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 La sigaretta in bocca. 
no, 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 non si giri, non per traverso. Deve essere per così. Per Okay, I know that was a long clip, but a lot of it was kind of just like slapstick comedy. So what happens is, I guess the Italian guy, Falcone, doesn't, I guess his girl, his assistant, like, couldn't make it. So he's asking, you know, if, he's asking for somebody who speaks Italian. And Lucy, yeah, I speak Italian. Obviously she doesn't, but she's trying to make this lie of the truth. So... He, uh, <laughs> he's like totally flirting with her. She's flirting back. It's really funny. Like he's pinching her cheeks. She's giving him a kiss on the cheek. It's just really cute. And then he puts her against like a, a some balloons. And, you know, after like, he, he's trying to tell her the directions and she doesn't understand and he's getting frustrated. <laughs> Ugh. But anyways, um. You know, then she, she, you know, she's like, okay, I don't know what's going on here, but whatever, you know, let's just roll with it. So then he takes his knives and throws knives at her and pops up balloons all around her. And she's sitting there like, oh, what did I just, what did I get myself into? And she's just like wide-eyed the whole time. And he pops all the balloons around her. And then she's like, oh God, there's nothing left. And she freaks out because he like, Throws it directly at her. And that's when she says, ah, I don't speak Italian, you know. I, I'll, I'll pay the bet. I'll pay the bet. And then Ricky basically says, uh, oh, and she's like, he's throwing knives at me. And, she's, and he's like, he's not throwing knives at you. And then they show that, like, the knives are coming from behind. Just one of those, like, you know, not magic tricks, but I don't know. So, obviously, she was... She's like, why did you make me do this? That was before she said that. She's like, why did you why did you do this? You know, it was dangerous. So, you know, all's well that ends well. Uh, I guess they just even... I don't think he pays the bet. I think they just even out the bet. They just, you know, they're even Steven. Igual Pascual. That's something he says in another episode that I always love. So, that's that episode. It's just a cute little basic episode. Very, very classic Lucy. Like, slapstick and... That whole last scene is all slapstick. I mean, I clipped it because it's, you know, you can kind of understand what's going on in there. But, I mean, if if you're a fan like me and you've seen it before, you know exactly what's going on in that scene. So, uh, I was thinking about what I was going to do next. I have another Lucy episode I'm in mind that I might do this weekend. But I will definitely update you guys on that. So that is all. Um, I will be back this weekend for my podcast. And then, like I said, I'm going to take next week off for my son's birthday. He's going to be three. I cannot even believe it. We have a big party planned for him. And then I think on his birthday, his actual birthday is on Sunday, next Sunday, a week from this Sunday. <laughs> we're gonna. I think we're going to go up to the snow because he loves to go to the snow. And that will be like his fun day we're going to do. So Definitely won't have time to do the podcast, but um, I will be back for uh, the next one. Probably do a Valentine's lovey episode, because I think Valentine's Day is on a Sunday as well, right? No, it's on a Monday, but I'll probably do a Valentine's episode. (laughs) Last year on my podcast, I did a Wonder Years Valentine's episode, and it got lost. I posted it, and then 
somehow I overrode it or something. So <laughs> I I completely lost it. I looked everywhere for it. I looked for my notes. I looked for my, my audio clips. I couldn't find any of it. It was all gone. So that, that kind of sucked. I might do it again, but I don't know. Um, there's probably some other ones I can do. There's a, well, oh, oh yeah, last year we did the, we did the Simpsons Valentine's episodes too. Okay, well, I don't know, but um, I'm also thinking about maybe doing themes, like for, not themes, but like, like February, I would be doing like, like uh, 90210 in March, uh, Family Guy, you know, like doing themes like that. But I don't know if I'm going to do that or not. Uh, I'm just kind of, you know, guys, I'm just kind of, whatever sounds good at the time. I'm like, oh, I, I want to talk about that episode. Like last week, I was having such a shitty week. And I just wanted to have some good laughs. And that's why I picked a Lucy episode because Lucy always cheers me up. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter which one. It always cheers me up. I just love her so much. Oh, well, I guess we can talk about the Lucy movie since we're talking about Lucy. So yeah, Being the Ricardos is pretty good. It's kind of long. It's like two and a half hours. And I'm pretty sure I talked about this one already. Um, Nicole Kidman was really good as her, but she, uh, you know, she kind of looks like her. Definitely talks like her, but doesn't exactly look like her, but, you know, she can pull it off. Javier Bardem, I, at first I didn't really buy it that he was like Ricky Ricardo or Desi Arnaz. And towards the end, I, I was, I was buying it. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I'm very picky about my, my biopics, <laughs> you know, if there's like, and this is definitely a biopic. But it's, it's, what, what it is, is it's about, it's like one week in the life of the Ricardos. And it's where she finds out she's pregnant with her second baby, uh, uh, Desi Arnaz Jr. <laughs> Had to think about which one was first and second. And also, they're working on this episode called Ricky and Ethel Have a Fight. Ricky and Ethel? <laughs> Fred and Ethel Have a Fight. And the whole episode is filmed that, that, that week that they're talking about in the movie. And there's a lot of trivia about it. Oh, speaking of trivia, let's go over trivia. I have a little bit of trivia here. I forgot to do that. That's what I was going to talk about. Okay, so there was something really interesting I found here. Okay. Forced, so this is from ultimateilovelucy.fandom.com. Forced to be honest, Lucy reveals that she's 33 years old, weighs 129 pounds, and her natural hair color is mousy brown. While we have no way of knowing Lucille Ball's weight at the time, her natural hair color in real life was indeed brown. As far as age goes, however, when this episode was filmed, Lucille Ball was really 42 years old. That's my age right now. Lucy Ricardo was consistently 10 years younger than Lucille Ball's real age. Hmm. One thing that is interesting about the weight Lucy gives in this episode is that she is said to weigh almost as much as she did in the beginning of the diet, even though she is clearly slimmer in this episode. Maybe the writers added on to her weight because she had a baby the previous year. She had a baby in real life and on the show, yeah. Uh, what was the one I just read? This is interesting. The original script had the final act being Lucy finding out that Ricky lied on his income tax return and the Ricardos find out that they will have to undergo an audit. When Desi Arnaz first read this scene, he vehement, vehemently ordered the writers to make a new scene. Very proud of his naturalized status as an American citizen, Desi didn't want the audience to think that Ricky and or Desi would ever lie to the American government. 
He took his role as a first Latino TV character very seriously. That's true, guys. He was a first Latino TV character. So the tax scene was scrapped, and the knife-throwing scene was written instead. That's interesting. Yeah, the tax... Yeah, that would... I don't blame him. I'd be pissed about that, too. Uh... Let's see. That's about it. Lucy has another question about her. Okay. That's about it. So, yeah. So, that's a trivia for that. All right, guys. So, I'm, uh, I think that's all I have to say about Lucy for today. Um, you can follow me on Facebook at When TV Was Great Podcast. I will, uh, I have, in the past, I have been putting up my podcast schedules, but since I don't know exactly what I'm going to be doing, I'm just going to do it weekly. So it's a surprise. Um, anyways, I will put the link in my, uh, in the show notes and check out being the Ricardos. It's pretty good. Um, I will say that it is just for Lucy fans. If you're not a Lucy fan, I love Lucy fan, don't watch it. <laughs> it's a lot of Lucy references. Um, I mean, it, it talks about, like, their early careers, too. And it talks about her, how, you know, she was accused of being a communist. And uh, it talks about that. But, like, it really is. There's a lot of Lucy Easter eggs in there. Like, a lot. Like... I don't know. I, I can't remember any of them right now, but there was a lot. Like, and I am a diehard Lucy fan, so I caught all of them. But anyways, Nicole Kidman did pretty good in it. I will have to give her some credit. Uh, yeah. So check it out. I think it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. All right, guys. Until next week, I will talk to you guys later. Have a good week. Be safe. Stay warm. Bye.